This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast, the ravaged heroes stare death in the face. But I'm a stickler for playing the game the way I think it's supposed to be played. Playing the encounters the way they were meant to be played. And in a desperate attempt to survive. Oh my God, he's unconscious! Imagine if she did it! A decision will be made that will change the party forever. She is not even looking at Matthew. This is huge. This is insane. The adventure continues now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Glass Cannon Podcast. It's your boy, Grant Berger, and your main dwarf, Baron Redheart, the sheriff with a heart of gold. You know, in thinking about uh, the New Year's, I'm hoping all of you are sticking to your New Year's resolutions. And if you haven't yet, I want one of your resolutions to be that you play Pathfinder. The boys are always an email away at glasscannonpodcast at gmail.com to get you started. And I want to share a little story of my own. This weekend, I actually played Pathfinder with longtime listener Kevin O'Dell and his buddy Sean Oliveris, who was GMing for the very first time. He was very nervous. He shouldn't have been because I had an absolute blast. I even was able to discover through this game a second accent. Something magical happened that only Pathfinder could unleash. I could do something besides a Texas accent. You know, even though I'm used to playing with game masters that have decades of experience, way more than I do, I had a great time playing with Sean because at its heart, Pathfinder is about having a good time with your buddies and enjoying the crazy scenarios that the Paizo team can put you into. Now, I don't think we can play with everyone, but we can definitely always answer any questions you have about how to GM, how to get started, how to find other people. So I'm going to encourage everyone who's listening who hasn't played Pathfinder to try it out, get a group together, and see how it goes. But in light of last week's incredibly difficult cliffhanger, I'm going to pull up Marie Antoinette and introduce episode 85, Let Them Eat Drake. You know what they say, new year, totally new party. (laughs) Isn't that what they say? (laughs) Does anybody say that? Who is they? <laughs> I thought you were just going to sign us up for a Galarian gym membership we were never going to use, Troy. And instead, you're just going to kill us all. Yeah, I lied about my New Year's resolution. It isn't to give away more bottle caps. It's to uh, actually experience a TPK. <laughs> just so I can tell my GM friends when we go to GM parties together. Aren't the people in this room your GM friends? Is that like No, a- I have other GM friends. Uh, oh. Matthew, you're not my only Pathfinder friends. <laughs> That's not true. You are. Um... How's everybody's week? <laughs> you are awful. You're <laughs> awful. If any of your uh, New Year's resolution was to stop drinking, I know for sure at least three of you have failed. <laughs> the emails that I've got from Joe all week, like, are you, I don't understand. <laughs> 28 <laughs> points in one bite. Well, what, what is I'm the really key, excited about my new character. What is the key you press to slur all your words in your email, Joe? I'm really <laughs> impressed with that. Um... Let's say, you know, they always say we should take inventory. Let's take inventory of this party right now, uh, starting with Della. So, Della, you just came up, boom, boom, on this uh, Rift Drake. And didn't get the crit. Didn't get the crit. Expanded crit range and all. Didn't get the crit. But you did deal significant damage. I would say, I'd have to go back and listen to the videotape, but perhaps 
the uh, <laughs> the highest damage amount dealt to it in one single round. I know Baron uh, got off two shots. I don't know if okay. both of them hit. We now know that you can't use rapid reload on the dragon pistol, but we're gonna let it slide. Turns I, out Hero Lab was right again. That's now we have to know. Like whenever Hero Lab says something, it's always right. Um, <laughs> because if you have rapid reload, it only applies to one specific weapon, which is right cr- now is to the double barrel, which pistol. is to the double barrel right. pistol. Um, and uh, yeah, so if you're like, if Lork wanted to take it for the bow and then want to use it for a crossbow, you have to take rapid reload again. Anyways, Baron definitely did some damage, but Della came up and gave it two great smacks, I believe. Uh, did I have been rolling, I mean, for the past... For weeks. Months, I've been rolling so terribly. The max, the best I rolled in this entire combat was like a 14. Like going back to Massachusetts, I don't know if you... Did you like get cursed by a real life witch or something? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Never he was hexed. He was hexed. Was yeah. hexed if Matthew thing. hangs himself, we gotta be. We gotta think that the real life game has taken over. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, Matthew hung himself. You but, didn't know. But you gotta say the the magus, as much as you know, we talk about how it's a superclass. It's like a finely tuned like supercar. Like if something goes wrong in yeah. the clutch or the transmission, right. like it doesn't work out as yeah. perfectly. I've been waiting to see what makes a magus the not most OP character in the game. Maybe we're starting to see the uh, cracks in the armor. Baron, knocked unconscious. Cri- uh, I think you got crit by it. No, that's not what put him unconscious. That's not but. what put him unconscious, but uh, you got you were bleeding out. You came to from Will's channel, mm-hmm. and now you're just laying on the ground, <laughs> shooting from your back, which you don't, uh, which is good for you, right? Um, I get some AC bonuses, I guess, but in what other way would it be good for me. Yeah, the AC bonus mainly. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Because you're not usually up in melee, so if you're from your back and the Rift Drake is within reach, that's a good place to be. Now, let me ask you, uh, Della, how many hit points are you at? Uh, My my hero, love. 47. 47 out of? 67. Out of 67. Baron, you're not in as good a shape. 7 out of 83. 7 out of 83. (laughs) Yes, that is certainly less. (laughs) Remember, fighter subtype, the the gunslinger. That's what, D10 dice. Stay down. Stay down, Baron. Uh, (laughs) Let's talk about Nestor. Picking up perhaps the worst fumble oh, card. Oh. Like, if that had for happened this combat, to anyone sure. else, well, obviously that would have been just as bad for Baron. But I mean, if it happens to uh, Della. Yes, yeah, or Will, it doesn't mean anything. Whatever. It's, is Will going to start chucking his lance like a javelin throw at the Olympics? No. So Nestor gets slowed by the acid and cannot use ranged attacks for something like 20 rounds. Six rounds. Six rounds. And I think I've. I don't know, three more rounds of that. Am I am I still slowed or is that no, the that slowed ended. is over. Slowed I think the slowed over. was five rounds. We're in round three like rounds. Yeah, I just oh, realized I, I just realized that I'm I think I'm four pounds into the medium weight encumbrance category, which is slowing me down too. And I was like, gotta shed some weight. Yeah, for- just if I can drop my uh, hammer. Uh, like a my, I have like a ball peen hammer and a grappling hook. If I could drop those down to the ground, I can move like Barishnikov. You know, you, <laughs> why don't you drop those statues you I stole from the tomb? I stole them. That's right. I got, I he got those. up early. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've had to do that on characters before. Like, well, I guess I don't need this. I guess I don't need this. Just ching ching ching. Drop stuff like Skyrim. Food. <laughs> Food. Yeah. Water. Uh, what are you at for hit points, Nestor? Because you also got pretty uh, effed up early on in Nestor's the fight. Nestor's at twenty three. Out of out of uh, fifty-two. Twenty-three out of fifty-two. Some almost bloodied. Dusty the horse, terms. the last horse that was given to you by the the sweet Tom Exposition, uh, <laughs> has bled out and died. Um, 
Reginald still kicking. Ran away. Ran away. That's right. Reginald's gone. Well, not. It didn't run away. It ran out of the range. You know who's gonna find Reginald before you guys? Lork. <laughs> <laughs> I love how there's no difference to you between. 30 feet <laughs> and, and the forever. next county <laughs> like, gone forever Lork's gonna come riding on on, uh, on uh, Reginald wearing Baron's hat <laughs> we were miles away and then he's, he's gonna see a real challenge and he's gonna run away again <laughs> oh, oh just Lork. kidding um, and now Sir Will unconscious dying dying uh, I don't even care about your story so much as how many hit points are you at? Now, we said at the end of last thing that you were at negative 11 with a con of 16. But in your many drunken emails to me this week, <laughs> oh you, <my> God. You, <laughs> you pointed out... This is slander. That this joke is getting out of his. You, libel. <laughs> libel, yes. <laughs> spoken he's, word. He's Irish and has a problem. Uh, you <laughs> pointed out to me spoken. that you did not oh, add right. Will's channel, which was three hit points. So that, uh, that, that's right. Right before he went down, he channeled right before the attack of opportunity. Right. And he didn't count all three of those hit points. So right. he's actually at negative eight. Negative eight. Which is, uh, let me tell you. And because that happened in the same round, I have no problem with, with, with giving you those three hit points. If it had happened three rounds ago, SOL, buddy. Shit out of <laughs> bit of luck. <laughs> S-O-B-O-L. Um, but you are at negative eight. And it's bleed damage. So after the Drake goes, I mean, you'll be dead anyways, but if you survive somehow, uh, I roll your bleed damage, and that's a D6, and you cannot die from it. But then you roll to stabilize. Can I roll my bleed damage? You don't even roll to stabilize, right? Not if you're bleeding. Not if you're bleeding. So the worst that can happen is you'll put you at negative 14 if I roll a 6, which I probably will. I have a 17 con, not 16. 17 con. All right, so you're nine points away from permadeath. (sighs) And you can't roll a ref- reflex save when you're unconscious. No, no, you can't. Um, <laughs> I don't know what he's building to here. He literally was wringing his hands in, like in an evil way. Like Mr. Burns. <laughs> um, so you guys come into this valley. Oh, what's, what's Umlo doing? Excuse oh, what, yeah, me. what about Umlo? Hey, who's Umlo? playing Umlo? Who's Umlo? Oh, everyone's pointing fingers. Matthew, Matthew, Matthew or Umlo? It right. should probably just whoever was playing Umlo continue playing Umlo at the end of this. No, encounter. thank you. Okay, Joe has bigger fish to fry. Umlo. Uh, Actually, <laughs> my other character is unconscious, but Matthew does a better voice. Let's Why don't kick you it over just to play Umlo when Will dies? <laughs> Umlo's oh, a man. clearly a much better character. I'm going to have him stay alive. Uh, Umlo, to answer your question, is at 37 hit points out of a much lower 46. threshold. 36. Oh, I think we... he only got hit once by the bear. That was it. He's at 37. You say. Okay, so you guys come into this valley. You had a nice... Yeah, that's Umlo. Um, you had a nice uh, perception check to hear two voices arguing back and forth about, it's your fault I didn't, we didn't get that. It's we, my, your fault you didn't get that. Ah! And then you hear a growl. You guys come down and see a cave bear and an Eden. It wasn't two people. It was one. You immediately, within one round, killed the Etten before I got the joy of doing all four of its flail attacks for at least a couple rounds. Thought it'd be fun. Nope, you kill it. Everybody's like, this adventure is cake. (laughs) Now the bear is still there. The bear has more hit points than the Etten, and the bear is just enough to needle away at half of the party who has been beset upon by a rift drake that comes in and spews acid, knocks... Uh, kills one of the horses, knocks Nestor in, in bad shape, puts Nestor all, all, all this uh, slowing and slows. whatnot. Fight continues for then, uh, looks like seven or eight more rounds. My little thing is between the eight and the nine. I'm not sure where it was. I got to take better pictures after we end our sessions. 
Mm. Now, I've been called many things in my GM days. Um, for example, fair. <laughs> uh, balanced. I'm fair and balanced. I'm the yeah. Fox News of GM. I, I'd agree to that. I'd yep, agree with I, that I agree to that. Uh, Greta Van Susteren. Which is also the most watched news network in America. So, same thing. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't, I don't know what he's getting at. I don't Are know what he's... Uh, it's because our podcast is so popular. My, uh, uh, uh-huh. my, my, my palms are sweating. I'm just, just get to it. It's the Drake's turn. It's puking up mom's spaghetti. Now, you guys know that I'm a stickler for the dice. I'm a stickler for the rules, the ones that I can remember, which are few and far between in the heat of battle. Um, but I'm a stickler for playing the game the way it's, I think it's supposed to be played. Playing the encounters the way they were meant to be played. So I shall lift the veil for a moment and read a sentence straight out of the Adventure Path book. That you wrote in there. <laughs> it's, it's written in crayon. <laughs> <laughs> written by Mr. Tim Hitchcock. When the Drake comes in, blah, blah, blah. The Drake has come seeking an easy meal, not a fight. So reducing it to fewer than 40 hit points drives it away. Della's last two attacks reduced it to 11 hit points. Oh, oh my God! God. Oh, it now uses its speed surge ability, which is a swift action, to take off and fly away. Oh, oh my Tim God, Hitchcock. I just got chills all over! 126 hit points, and Della's last attack brought it below 40 to 11. It flies away. The Drake is gone. <laughs> I have all these dragon sound sets prepared. Uh, this is growling and gnashing and acid burning. And but this combat—all that work—trying to come, get him to come back. All that work for nothing. This combat is not over. For it is now Will's turn, and I roll a d6. Oh right, for bleed damage. Right, three, three points of damage. three points of bleed. Sir Will is now bleeding out. What's happening with Lexington here? Uh, Lexington, we said, was about 30 feet away because Will was riding away and was bitten and you said he, oh, he went unconscious off, right. and fell so off Reginald's the saddle. Reginald's gone, gone. No, Reginald's 30 feet away. Reginald's <laughs> gone forever and Lexington is 30 You feet also away. said Lexington was in the next county. Right. So they're together <laughs> Maybe in, they'll in the next... Sec- in six seconds, they are, the, the horse, these horses can get into the in, next in, county. In the next congressional district. In nine months, you see a horse wolf pup uh, <laughs> they already found new jobs. They're actually Uber drivers now. It's really weird. They're sick of being ridden all the time. All right, so that's Sir Will's turn. It is now, Del- uh, excuse me, it is Umlo's turn. Umlo has seen the Rift Drake fly away. Came looking for an easy meal. Umlo will rush to Will and try to do a heel check to stabilize him. Can you do that? With, uh, with the bleed? Yes, DC 15 to stabilize the bleed. And he has a ze- plus zero on the bonus. On the- <laughs> nope. So Amlo's like, is it trying to ah, I wish this was an omelet. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do with that. He just starts smashing Will with a skillet. <laughs> Why Stop it? bleeding. This Stop works bleeding. with feel. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Round nine or 10. Uh, it is Baron's turn. Uh, Baron will. Cauterize the wound. I could do that actually. That'd be cool. I could absolutely do that. Fire a shot and uh, cauterize his wound. But I'd have to reload. I'd have to switch weapons. So really, within the rigid move economy, can of the Pathfinder. wound be on his neck? So it's like a permanent neck scar, <laughs> burn scar. I on his love neck. the idea. I wish there was more prevalent in the game. I'm sure it's there in the crit cards. It's like permanent maiming. 
Not like you lose an arm, like you lose your dominant arm, but well, like that's, I mean, that's something You lose an ear or something. That's something we kind of played with uh, at one point. I can't remember if it was here. It's in one of my games, something I like is if you get critted, you, you, you carry a permanent scar like from that, whatever it was. I like that. You know? So can, maybe Will will get one. Can I kind of roll on my belly over to Will and do a heel check? Uh, so you're moving. To him mm-hmm. and just doing him. He check, was absolutely. he was lying next to Will, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he, you're lying right next to him. So you can literally just put your hand. Okay, great. On his uh, face. Nice. This is a success with a. So I just picture Baron like just crawling over to him. Twenty three. Like, rips open his. Twenty three. Uh, shoves Umla's hand. Real man it is. <laughs> and uh, pours some whiskey in it. Stops yeah. the bleeding. Awesome. Stops the bleeding. Awesome. Nice. Sir Will. And then I give him a little smooch. Ooh. <laughs> And You'll be okay, Prince. Young Prince. <laughs> you are now out of combat. All right. Uh, Zella so, will respect Will's wishes and not do infernal he- healing. Oh, She'll, my God. He's unconscious. Imagine if she did it. And it's like, you woke up and honest. he just feels like this dribble down his nose and it's demons. <gasps> oh, my God. Zella, you can do whatever you, you want. Should, <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. Actually, you know what? Oh my god! Yeah, she's gonna oh cast god. infernal healing on Will. Oh my god! With the, with the extend med, meta magic rods, so you get twenty points back. She's <laughs> not even looking at Matthew. This is huge. This is insane. Tell me the thought process behind this, Della. He has told you he is not down with this healing. Del, I think Della, from Della's perspective, she does not see why the the means don't justify the ends. The ends here are. Enormous amounts of healing in a rap at a rapid pace, more than she can do with her spells, more than she can do with the wand, and he just took a massive wound. He was he was bleeding out. You don't have any potions on you. No, I have a, I have a, the wand. You have the I, wand. But like but from her perspective, he just took a massive hit, and she's like, the best thing I can do for him is to give him my most powerful way, healing spell. Way more effective. And he'll understand. And he'll understand. Right? Maybe he'll, he'll understand. See. He'll finally see. So it's Della's way of of of, of showing him. That this isn't as bad as he thinks. Yeah, exactly. So Dylan's going to cast in for. Uh, Baron wants to do. He's going to fail. I think wants to do a diplomacy check as he sees her reach for it and says he's too weak to like physically intercede. You're the sheriff here. I just want to say a sense that you're kind of the party leader. You see this about to happen. What do you say, Baron? I say, and I'm too weak to move. That's I'm not going to intercede because I just right. came back from unconsciousness. I had just laid my hand over. I said, Debbie Della. It's not what he wants. It's not what he wants. Think about it. Roll diplomacy. What, can I oppose the roll? What do I roll? Yeah. Uh, 13. But do you roll diplomacy against diplomacy? Or is it... Oh, no, well, I think it's just... It's, 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 you're trying it's, to change it from you're trying to indifferent change to friendly. Right? Yeah, so it would be 15 plus... But it's plus like, that's really not... You know... Matthew can do whatever he wants. I mean, he's he's not necessarily going to be affected by right. You know. Let's just see if it, if his words matter to you or not. What's your charisma modifier? Plus one. Plus one. Uh, so, and what did you? I rolled a thirteen. I have a 13? negative two diplomacy. His words mean nothing to you. He may not want it, but he needs it. And she casts. It. She casts <sighs> infernal healing. But uh, but uh, here's the thing. <laughs> Let me just debate you on this. Right. He absolutely does not need it. You have a wand of cure light wounds. That's like, bip, bip, bop, you're out of combat. It's the easiest, fastest way to do the most healing. So you're just doing this to fuck with him. Like, call it what it is. She's amped up on adrenaline, though. You got to remember, she just whipped a dragon twice and think, fucking flew away. I think that would enter into her mind and be like, he really doesn't want this. And I think she, she her her first response that in her own thoughts would be like, yeah, but it's, he doesn't understand. It's better that he doesn't understand the value. 
Mm. When in essence, I think Della doesn't understand. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Get out of this, GM. Della casts Infernal Healing on Sir Will. Roll to how, how many hit points? Is 20 it? points of healing. Over the next, over the next two minutes, you, you get 20, points of hit, 20 hit points back. So, Sir Will, you start slowly regaining consciousness over the next couple minutes. And you detect his evil. And, <laughs> and you're like, there's evil about. <laughs> it's yeah. less than three. He's like snapping his head around. <laughs> He's like <laughs> looking this way and that. Detect evil. Oh, God. <laughs> you sit up, Sir Will, and you feel something wet just dripping from your forehead down to your nose. And it like hits your lower lip. He, he takes his finger, touches it, looks at it, detects evil at will. <laughs> it's evil. Literally detects evil at will. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> at will. <laughs> at will, Will. Um, but yeah, he, he looks at it and he just like, he shakes, he looks at Della, he immediately knows. We should stand there with the metamagic rod yeah. and the vial. Yeah, he immediately knows what happens. Hit it with a gauntlet, hit it with a gauntlet. And he starts, he, he, he scrambles up and he starts like feverishly wiping like the blood off of his face. Um, he has like a cloth from his, uh, his, the flag from his spear basically. And he's just like, like rubbing it off, you know, as fast as he can. And, uh, Dello, why? Why would you do that? You, you were hurt. You were, you were, you were grievously injured. I was trying to help. I'm detecting his evil. That's, it's only temporary. Uh, he's he's just he's at a, he's at a loss for words. He's so he feels like betrayed by her. He's angry, and I think Della is feeling the same way. Like she's like, but you 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 feel better. I You're certainly conscious. do not feel better. I feel horrible. You're alive. Alive like this is no life at all. What is Nestor doing during all of this? Nestor's fixing his bow and still trying to get a shot off at the Drake. You fucking bastard. Because he's still got the red mist. Like that's why he ran into the battle in the first place. Oh, that's right. So he's not even paying attention. Not- <laughs> <laughs> this is all going down. And then he'll look at Baron. Sheriff, how could you let her do this to me? I was weakened. I, I tried to talk her out of it. I'm sorry I let it happen. But, Sir Will, have you ever heard of Inquisitors? I have, of course. Holy warriors of the church who use any means necessary to achieve the goals of protecting the weak against incalculable evil. Well, I should also say I've met a few Inquisitors that were the most selfish people I'd ever met. They operate, they operate outside of the law. Correct. This was not your choice. And Della may have some penance to give, but I think in her own mind, she saw desperate times and went for desperate measures. And I don't condone it, but I don't think she herself has an evil heart. He's going to look over at Della. You knew there were other ways. You knew. And he turns around, turns from her and and walks away. And he uh, immediately drops to his knees and starts to pray for forgiveness from Iomadai. Um, and, you know, it feels like he's, like, lost a connection for a second. It feels like he can't channel. It feels like he can't cast a spell, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's just praying. So after Nestor fires off a couple of shots, <laughs> the disappearing Drake, uh, he comes back over. He says, fucking bastard. And he looks at Will, looks at him, and says, what's going on? 
<laughs> what was he doing that? I, I was trying to help him. I don't, I don't understand. What, I, cast, you... I gave him the demon's blood, the infernal healing. Oh, fucking off. So he looks over at Will. He said, listen, just because you're the same height as a child doesn't mean you have to act like one. <laughs> he starts walking up down the road. <laughs> oh, boy. And thus, the party survives. Oh, my God. Another day. What a bastard cliffhanger. You had... <laughs> Let's remember that when we recount our best cliffhangers of 2017. Coming at number 10, the drink. There are going to be 52 of those on that list, right? <laughs> the top 52! Um, so... What do you guys, you guys are not in good shape right now. Baron and Will, Sir Will especially. Um, but Nestor and Umlo are down. Uh, d- d- you're all down. You guys forging ahead. It's afternoon. Um, so you, you have a couple options. You can continue forging ahead. If you come into some sort of danger, you know, your, your worst fear is being unprepared in terms of where you're at. Or you could rest and strike out in the night. Uh, I think if there's a place, I, I mean, right now we're kind of between like a cliff and a river. So um, if we can find a place where we can get off the road and rest, I mean, that's probably a good idea. Can I do a knowledge local to see if that Eton had like a cave or a home that it stayed in or if it was just like a wilderness Eton? Uh, yeah, do knowledge. Uh, do not. I was going to say do a survival check. You, do, you can do knowledge nature or survival, whatever's better for you. Well, I don't have knowledge of nature, so survival it is. 20. Uh, 20, it... No, no, the Etten was... Just displaced. wandering around? Yeah, the, and oh. he was... Coming back from something. Yeah, he okay. was... The Etten was traveling. Yeah, he was trying to join up with the army. And yeah. he's being and, turned away. Yeah, and he so was turned away. Yeah. At least okay. that's what we think. Um, yeah, I think let's just find a place where we can get off the road. Yeah. Get off the road. Yeah. And rest. Quick. Um, Yeah, I can tell you one night's rest is not going to do it for Sir Will without several uh, charges on the wand. So um, let's just do that first night and we'll see where we're at. Cool. All right. So it's not first night. You're going to you're going to call it quits pretty early. You're going to turn in around three or four to rest. Okay. Um, So you can. Yeah. I mean, if you. You guys got to discuss amongst yourselves. Do you want to do a double rest, like stay two days camping there, and have, or do you want to just camp and strike out during the night? Yeah, I mean, I imagine it as being pretty. Unless we use charges up on the wand, Will is going to be. He looks terrible. He's so he's super laid up, and like he would need a full twenty four hours of bed rest. In which case, he could, you know. I mean, I guess it doesn't count as bed rest if you're out, even if you have like a bed roll, right? Does it count as like because twenty four hours bed rest, you get double the healing uh, from resting. Ah. Oh, so you could just, if it's 4 p.m. now, you could s- stay until 4 p.m. the next day. The next evening, out. yeah. If it's, cons- yeah. Baron, Baron also is not going to heal in one day. So, right. I don't know. Should we go to the mouth of the valley? Double um, back to where it might be safer? You could uh, backtrack if you wanted to and uh, there was a side valley that you had determined didn't, didn't go anywhere. All right, yeah. Let's get to a safe spot and then we'll do Let's just do two full rests so that we can pop channels and spells and stuff in between. And double use cure light wounds to spell. Uh, can we search the bodies before we go? Oh, uh, no. I'm sorry. You Good guys thinking. already moved on. Uh, yeah, you yeah s- I'm sure this Etten is loaded down with treasure. <laughs> uh, the, um, the bear 
has a uh, potion of cure light. No, the bear has nothing. Uh, the drake is gone. The bear has nothing on it. But you notice that the Etten is wearing a magical ring. Nice. Ooh. Oh. oh. Spell crafty, spell crafty. Ring Go of shooting stars, I bet. DC uh, 15. Got it. 21 for Willem. Natural 19 on for Della. Don't worry about Della. You both recognize this as a ring of swarming stabs. What is that? That sounds cool. This ring is crafted of hardened leather strips into which bits of fur, feathers, bone, and ivory have been woven. Twice per day, when the wearer is flanking an opponent, he can, as a swift action, deal an additional 1d6 points of damage on a successful melee attack against that opponent. This is a sneak attack for any effects that reduce or negate such damage. So twice per day, if you're flanking and you hit on a melee attack, you get uh, sneak, attack, sneak attack, damage. attack damage. So hmm. Della, Umlo, or Will should take that. Yeah, Will's not going to take it. Probably Della. Della will take it. Yeah. You're a stabby, stabby, stab. Stabby, stabby. Yeah. Stabby, stabby. Now you got to get flanky, flanky. <laughs> <laughs> you and Umlo. Yeah. You got to work to flank. Work to flank. All right. Well, flank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so your plan, let me get this straight, is you're going, if it says 4 p.m. now, you're going to rest eight hours. Right. Middle of the day. Sure, nothing will come and attack you. And then at midnight, you're going to basically spend the whole day in your campsite, hoping nothing comes. I will be rolling random encounter. Uh, and then set out the following night. Right. Yes. Okay. Let's roll for the random yeah. encounter. Uh, before we go to sleep, uh, Della is going to do the her a level one infernal healing on Nestor. Yeah. And so he says, like, ah, he like looks right at Will. It's just like, that was... Though it was demon's blood, it is so preferable to the acid burns that were covering my body. Thank you. What's <laughs> <laughs> it like, that well again? I was like, just, just, just let me cast demon's blood. <laughs> uh, all right, so you guys rest, get all your healing. You burn off your. Do you have any channels left? Yeah, you burned off your channels. Uh, yeah, I have one channel left. Yeah, I burned it off for four hit points. And you guys make it to the next night, unmolested. All right. Nice. Just camped out in the middle of the valley. Yeah, just I imagine just walking around the campsite, you know, telling stories. Making s'mores. Oh, by us, I mean everyone but Will. He's just lying there bandage, in bandages. <laughs> <laughs> and Baron just comes over and is like, hey, man, could you lay on hands while you're down there? <laughs> he just slaps his yeah. arm over. Uh, here as, you go. As here. long as you got the hood popped, could you just take a look at the engine for me? <laughs> Della, I think, is really... Um, not depressed, but certainly like sullen about the fact that Will reacted the, that way to what she thought was. So you're honestly surprised. Yeah, she was. Yeah, I, otherwise, she, you wouldn't have done it if you thought it was a bad idea. I think she thought this would convince him. So mm-hmm. when he woke up and was when was alive, he would be like, "Oh, it is useful," and then he reacted so violently it to it. Saved his life. It basically. saved his life. Yeah. And she's so she's. I think she's kind of just like off in the corner, just like not talking to anybody. So you she, guys wa- have- she wanted to prove a point and she failed to do so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and was like chastised for it. Yeah. Right. Like this is her, like Sir Will came to her and gave her a speech and this was her speech to Will. Exactly. Wait, you said this to Will? No. Did- no, but it's yeah. like in an action. It wasn't a speech. It was like you came and chastised her and now she's saying, well, here's what I think. Gotcha. And just does it. Right. Um, so you guys have this, you guys have this whole day in Minderhall's Valley now just staying around a campsite you came in and you surprise some ogres then you go deeper into the valley and are set upon by these lucratas 
Then you start getting deeper into the valley, and you hear this Etten talking about being, you know, like a rejected conscript, sent away. He's got a cave bear. Then a rando Drake comes in and uh, looking for an easy meal. You guys survived that. Now you need, the battle was so intense, you've needed a whole day in this valley. Luckily, nothing else set upon you. I don't want to like check in with the characters like we normally do because we, we pretty much know where everybody's at. But what I do want to just very briefly go through each character and talk about what your motivation is right now in, in, with, with what is dr- the driving force behind your character right now. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you what I think it is and then you fill in the blanks. So like for Baron, I think he's, he's become the de facto leader now. He's developing a relationship with Torag, so he is trying to spread that word, fight for Torag, while also leading this charge because the mission, in his idea, is not over, while also trying to discover who he really is. What am I missing? I think uh, what Baron Baron's becoming more and more stereotypically dwarvish, uh, where, you know, Shaylin sees all this natural beauty everywhere. He sees an unkept garden, this this natural beauty, this valley, this naturally occurring valley. He'd like to dig into it, build battlements, get it ready so that the forces that are currently set against us aren't that way. So he'd like, where some people might see a beautiful like series of planes, he wants to build an interstate superhighway through it so that it's more efficient. That makes sense. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Then you have Sir Will, who has been bounced around ever since he was orphaned, you could say. <laughs> Goes back to day one, bounced around, and now feels a part of a, a real group. Um, not really getting along with everybody. Or you're, you're differing. Your worldview, I don't know, probably wasn't challenged too much when you were the Knights of Ozum. Yeah, of course. You know, everybody there was were paladins. some dicks there, for sure. Sure. But, I mean, there weren't guys using infernal healing. Right. There weren't evil characters hanging out with you that you're aligned with, but you also feel a sense of place and purpose, and you've got your own personal backstory that you may have not shared with the other members of the party. Right. Maybe not even the other players in this game. Sure. Um, what is, that's what I see going on for Will. F- fill in the blanks there. Well, I think Will is mainly right now just thinking about how to overcome this this evil, you know? And the danger is that he's he's realizing he's being challenged even from within, from within the group. And he didn't expect that, uh, when in his idea of the grand journey of goodness that he wants to set out on on behalf of Shaylin to do this great deed on her behalf. And it's like he just never realized that you would also have to deal with these moral struggles of like somebody like Della. With the evil of man. Who he wants to like and wanted to like. And then she goes and does something that she knows is against his will. And maybe she just doesn't understand that he's willing to die. Like being alive is not as important to him as being good and honorable in the eyes of his God. And so he he doesn't know how to explain it 
to her. And so for right now, he's just sort of being a little bit guarded and he wants to approach her at some point and, and ask her like to never do that again right. and just leave it at that. Just, you know, but other than that, yeah, he, 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 he's realizing now that it's going to be much harder than he thought because it's not just overcoming evil on the battlefield. Right. It's also like the very intricate moral decisions within a group of your friends. And he's just never experienced that before. And it's hard. Sure. He was in the world when he saw demons. That was evil. You know? Right. And he wants to fight giants who are trying to take over the world. That is evil. But now he's realizing that there is a struggle even within normal people to overcome evil. And he's seeing it. Every day now. Right. With Della kind of, you know, she, she's figuring herself out. Right. And Nestor, who is, you know, his own embodiment of it. So he still believes he's on this quest, but he thinks that part of the quest is also resolving, you know, his morality against those of his allies that he's teamed up with. Then you got Della, who was in a tree for however long, gets kind of thrown in with this party, wrapped up in it. And obviously there's this Uber story of finding her father. Maybe finding her mother, finding out what happened there. Right. Father's dead. Mother is where. You get tricked by Iwiga. But now you're in a group. You know, at first it was like, I'll go with you guys until I find my parents. But now you've got caught up in this other mission. But at the same time, you've got this growing relationship with Nestor. You have a bloodlust in a certain way. You're a killing machine. So what, what else is motivating Della right now? I mean, the search for Brander, I think, is one of the is probably the, is the chief thing for her. Now that's something that Brander flew away. But he did say, I'll, "I'm going to strike this on on the forge in Minderhall's Valley," didn't he? Right. So, like, I think Della was like, I mean, obviously, there's lo- she has some loyalty. Well, to yeah, I said Minderhall's Forge. Minderhall's Forge, which you can well, Minderhall's Valley. Like, maybe he's there because we have no other way of tracking him. Right. This is the so best lead. This is our best lead. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think a lot of people would be like, "Well, why didn't they go right after Brander?" Well, maybe that's what Lork did. Who knows? But like, there was no. Let's follow the trace. He cast Overland Flight and was gone. All you know is Minderhall's Forge. Right. And so that's the thing that we got to make sure we keep thinking about is that you went to Galabras's body and said, "I will find him. I will kill him. I'm doing this for you." But now you're kind of getting caught up in this other stuff. I mean, it's there's an interesting thing that happened here is that the two people in the party she was probably closest to are gone, Lork, and incapacitated in Galabras. And Baron, who she was also friends with, has now assumed this leadership role, so there's a disconnect there. Right. So He's kind of, the bo- he's kind of my boss now. We can't kind of go for drinks like we used to. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Obviously, right. There's he a- doesn't come to happy hour anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this be, this I've got be two kids at home. I gotta... <laughs> and I know we're friends, but I gotta write you up. <laughs> <laughs> And obviously there's this antagonism with Will, and Nestor, who she initially was, you know, did not like at all, is the only one that's been making sense lately. The only one she can at least talk to. Now Sir Will won't talk to at all, and Baron, you feel that that makes sense. I I also got to say, I think Baron's really bummed out at Della and uh, Will having this issue because Baron as a character and myself as as the, the role player, Got real choked up with the handover of the armor to Will, and like really saw Galabras like his goodness mm-hmm. on on the battlefield again, and and it was great to see him that, um, and uh, to see it kind of dashed and not work out with Della, knowing how well they got along. It, it's it's sad, and you know I don't think he knows brute force works, but after that failed diplomacy check, he's not quite sure what to say to get them to play nice. Yeah, you've got you've got Willamette who is truly good. And Della, who is, you know, still discovering herself, and they're both incredibly naive. Hmm. And then it comes to Nestor, 
was the most, you know, interesting one in terms of why. Why is Nestor here? He was given a ch second chance at life. He was captured by giants deep in the mountains weeks ago at this point, set upon by giants, overheard a name of a giant that was perhaps the boss. What, what, why is Nestor, Nestor had every opportunity within this fight, and this is something that should be affecting the other characters to just get out of dodge. It's like true. you got a chance. Multiple times. Multiple times. Anytime during the night, they could have run off. What is motivating Nestor right now, revenge? Well, yeah, I mean, he's got revenge on his mind. And I don't think this is this isn't anything that he has yet shared. I don't know if he will even with the other members of the party, but he wants to get this guy. And he knows, or at least strongly suspects that he can't do it alone. He's, see, he's seeing these people in a fight, and he knows that they're good at, at killing things. And he wants to um, manipulate them into helping him get his revenge or hope to get his revenge uh, as a matter of course within what they're already planning to do. So that's why he's sticking around. He thinks that this, this path will lead him to this guy. Yeah, mm. just like the uh, prospectors from Shinnerman's Fortune that were being taken for tribute, Nestor was taken and he overheard very similar things of being taken to some other creatures. So Nestor, the difference between Nestor and the people of Shinnerman's Fortune is Nestor can fight. Right. You're saving these people from Shinnerman, hopefully, as many as you can, and then they're just going to go back home and try and rebuild their Right, town. they're not going to track him down right. and make this giant pay like Nestor's going but to. But Nestor is, and Nestor now has a group with which he is now able to do it. And he's respected, he, started, he respects these guys because they're, they can fight. Um... Della, like especially, like he sees some of himself in her, and he's sort of tolerating the other two's uh, emerging tendency to be uh, sanctimoniously patronizing, uh, in the in the hopes of fulfilling his personal mission. And so is this day. Don't forget Umlo. Oh, and don't forget Umlo. I mean, and Umlo. Yeah, I mean, I can say for Umlo, he he had no. No designs, no desires to be a part of this mission, but now he is inexorably linked in honor yeah, of his sister, in honor of his ancestor, and to honor the the men and women that tried to that saved his life. But and the magical thing that is happening to him with the hand. Right. The hand is turning him into someone who is like going to hunt giants, you know, For the rest even of his life. even against his own will. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. literally, literally, he will be pulled against his own will into battles. Yeah. And, you know, so as this day wears on, it's really the first day. It's just been a while that you, since you guys have certainly been in an area like this where you're just taking a moment to reflect. And so thinking about why do I keep doing this? I almost got killed. Time and time again, I almost got killed. But I literally almost got killed yesterday. Yeah, and I, and I think Sir Will at a certain point during that day will uh, say to Nestor that he knows that Nestor could have fled in that battle. And he thanks him for staying. Oh, no, no, you don't get all mushy on me, mate. Just sometimes I get the red mist and uh, I can't help myself. Well, I think that you might not realize that you're a good man deep down. That's the coin. <laughs> well, that's it first. Um, yeah, thank you, yeah. We shall see. Yeah. Um, you're a good judge of people, Will. 
Oh, I, al- I always thought so. <laughs> Got keen insight into the human soul. Side glance at Della. That's what my mother yeah, always I'm told looking, me. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at Della just laughing as he's telling me this. Like, Della's yeah. sitting in the corner with her hair down over her face, right. just like. <laughs> I'm a good man. You hear that? I'm a good man. Deep down. You haven't quite found it yet, but you may no. one day. I'm on the path, though. I'll find it one of these days with your help. Baron actually I'm sure. walks over to Nestor and uh, reaches into his duster and hands him one of his last bottles of whiskey. And he says, I'm not drinking as much as I used to, but I think you deserve a nice bit of dwarvish uh, whiskey to compliment you on your your bravery out there. Oh, he like uh, pulls the stopper out and sniffs. He says, oh, this is the good stuff, mate. It is. It's so, finally I'm sorry, like he pats himself. He's like, I don't, I, I, I don't have anything... Uh, I can't reciprocate them. You don't have to. I just got to say that. I didn't know we were doing Secret Santa, but... um, (laughs) (laughs) Secret Torag. This is... uh, No, I appreciate this. It's very nice. You know, there's a lot easier ways to make a living than to uh, be out here in the wilderness with us. Well, that may be true, but, you know, when you've got a particular set of skills, you're sort of limited in your life choices, aren't you? All right. So, um... Off you guys go into the night. Let's try a new strategy. Strategy, the cover of the cover of Dite. What? Uh, obviously, Baron and uh, Della. You guys have dark vision or low light? Dark vision. Dark vision. Dark vision. And then um, Sir Will and Nestor don't. What do you guys want to do? Do you want to remain hidden, or do you want to crack sun rods and play it safe, or do whatever light? You'd like have Della cast light. Della, is your scimitar on fire? Well, is it? But is it total darkness? I mean, are there no stars or moon? No, there's stars and or moon, but it would it, you would need a, at least the the light of a campfire. For, well, I, I would think that you would be able to see, you know, within twenty way. feet, like for per, like have. I will say it would be dim light. We'll say the yeah. conditions are low light vision. Low yeah. light, yeah. And so after twenty feet, it's complete blackness to us. Right. But within twenty feet. Nestor and I are would have a mischance, yeah. right? Um, but we can see. You can see. Yes. Yeah. yeah you've got the, the valley is creating a, a canopy of stars for you guys to uh, nice. light your way. Romantic. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so off you guys go, and for the most part, the valley has not had many. Um, oh, let's go this way. There was one early on where you tracked back to the Lucrata's cave, but everything else has been a straight shoot following the stream. Until now. Fork in the road. As you continue downward, the valley begins to slowly widen over a mile or so. And you see up ahead in the distance that it widens and splits multiple ways. Definitely to the northeast. Looks like also to the southeast. And as you turn the corner, you see off in the distance it also splits to the south southwest. Three-way fork. The shouts of a raucous argument echo from somewhere on the path ahead. The voices are deep and guttural. Who understands giant? Umlo. Just <laughs> only Umlo. Just Umlo. You hear... Umlo is, is starting to piece it together. Does anyone else try to do anything to try and understand it? 
I don't have any options. Is it pigeon? We don't, we don't know tongue, tongues, bro. Is it? You don't, know, you don't know comprehend languages or anything. It's not pigeon like the other language yet in must speaking, is it? Uh, like, no, this we, is. Okay. Is there a knowledge track. check? I mean, I mean, linguistics. I could roll, I could roll a linguistics check. Yeah, yeah do a linguistics check. Yeah, you can try it. Della will do a linguistics check. Thirteen. Yeah, a word here and there. You've hung out. With, you've fought enough giants at this point to pick up pieces, but Umlo can translate the general gist of it for you. And you see up ahead three disgusting large creatures arguing near a fire. And Umlo is again translating this. One of them just hauls off and punches one in the face. Whoa! <laughs> Boom! See, you can't even take a punch. This is why we got turned away. See, you can't even take a punch. This is why we got turned away. <laughs> the, other, translate. Right, the, other, <laughs> the other one says, I'll show you how to take a punch. I'll show you how to take a punch. And he hauls off with his club and just <laughs> smashes the guy in the face. Smashes you hear a crack. We can see that. <laughs> you hear a crack and he just whirls around and lands on his stomach facing you guys. And he just uh, spits out two yellow teeth the size of dish plates. <laughs> now you broke my fucking tooth. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> this is the best. The, uh, the, the third one grabs his club and swings the other one's stomach. Uh, and just like a baseball bat, like Barry Bonds, just boom, hits him in the stomach. And then the other one is like, wait, wait, you fucking dolts. The one who's laying on the ground facing at you. We've got company. <laughs> Why don't we take out this anger and put it towards them? Maybe we can offer them as tribute and get a second chance. And the one who started the fight to begin with says, oh, I'll kill them all right. But then I'm gonna kill you and you <laughs> and take all the glory myself. <laughs> they look like this. Oh, oh roll for initiative. Oh, Whoa. Wow. oh my god. What is that? That's not an ogre. Woo. At least no ogre I've ever seen. Alright, three drunken brutes. Uh Guy gets up, dusts himself off when the other one yells. Thanks, guys. Let's talk about initiative. Who's got over 20? I do. Oh, nice. Me too. 22 for Nestor, 22 for Della. 24 for No, me. I said I do. Oh. <laughs> uh, 29. 29? I thought you were there going to say 22. Let's <laughs> say 22. 24 for Della. 24 for Della. Baron? 17 for Baron. Sir Will? 10. And Umlo. Boo, Matthew Boo. 14. 14. He's not wearing hockey pants. Uh, <laughs> you said 10 for Sir Will. Yes. Well, they are all standing around a fire, blocking, in a way, the exit of the valley to the southwest. Exit to the northeast, exit to the southeast, exit to the southwest. The first fork you've come to. But more important than that, there's a battle to be had. Why are these right. three drunken, weird-looking giants that you've never seen before fighting? Round one, Nestor coin, flat-footed. Sing <laughs> it, Skid. Uh, I'm gonna take first. I'm gonna take a knowledge check just to see what these things are. Anything I can. Okay, knowledge local. Thirty-three. Thirty-three. <laughs> All right, they are called Veds. Huh. V e d. 
Wow, I've never heard of these things. Yeah, uh, they are. Uh, They're kind of like hunchbacked. They kind of look like an team. ogre and a giant, maybe. Yeah, they've got, yes. they've got beards. An and ogre and a hill giant. Yep. Um, they are drunk right now. Okay. They have a power called Gale Breath. Okay. okay. This is what I'm going to tell you with a 33. And Gale Breath is every once in a while they can blow out, they have an amazing lung capacity. They can blow this breath of air at you guys. Anyone that's super close to them, just if they fail their save, they're gonna be fall knock prone. Sir Will, as a small creature, is in, is gonna have a, a real, real hard time with it. Uh, if you're farther away, you're still affected by it, but you have to like roll a strength check to move against it, but everyone takes a minus four to range once they start blowing. Um, regardless of whether or not you make the save. So that's what Nestor okay. knows. So, like Vades, uh, I've heard of these. So, yeah, he, says, uh, he starts out, Vades, they got nasty breath like the big bad bloody wolf. And he takes two <laughs> shots. Okay, which one, the foremost one? Uh, the, oh. four, the closest one. Okay. Uh, 20, 22, 22 to hit. That is a hit. Yes. Um, nice. 25 damage. 25 damage. And you didn't have to move, you were in good position, right? Yeah, and take a second shot. Miss. Miss on the second. Miss on the second shot. Della. Uh, Della wants it wants to cast a spell, but she needs to know if it's if it would have... It, the spell only affects creatures of a certain hit die or lower. Ah, uh, a certain hit die or lower. So she can roll a knowledge local to see if it would be, the spell would be affected. That's fine with me. Okay. Uh, 26. I just need to know if they have five or fewer hit die. Uh, they do not. They have more. They have more. Okay, great. Uh, Della will then, uh, swift action, uh, keen and shock the scimitar. And she will, uh, cast vanish on herself and start to sneak up on them. Okay, so cast vanish, swift, keen, and... Shocking grass, you said? Shock the scimitar. Shock it, right. All right. Della's invisible. Baron. 30 feet, you want to go? Yeah, 30 feet along to the right side. Does Baron, can we safely assume that Baron thinks these are giant subtype? Uh, Yes. Okay, so uh, Baron's having a bit of a conundrum choosing between the heavy crossbow, which takes forever to load. Right. Or the gun. Um, He's going to take his first shot. Well, then he's going to have to... I wish I had quick draw like Lork did. Oof, it's rough. Um, I wish I had Lork. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> uh, Baron is going. He'd, he'd miss. That's true. <laughs> Lork goes charging in. Baron's going to pull off the crossbow and take the round to load it. Okay. If uh, I can't have it loaded on my back because you're a jerk. That's right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> that that is. True. Well, you know what? Both going forward, right? We should probably in these situations, you should just be walking along with it loaded, yeah, pointed right in front of you as we walk. Sure. If that's going to be a weapon of choice, it makes sense. At least for opening to round. start, yeah, right. when you're far away, and they just toss the crossbow. Um, like work a safety mechanism onto it so you can carry it loaded. Yeah, I, I do have engineering in this profession, fisherman. I've been trying to use. <laughs> yes. I've forgotten terms of light. Is everybody okay? Uh, Oh, Nestor, go. There's a, don't yeah, worry. Well, there was a campfire. I should have. Oh no, they're right by a campfire. They're by a campfire. We, we yes, so you can see them. Okay. Is, uh, it dim, is it dim light or what's what's this? What is that? No, mean? they're they're in full light right now. Yeah, yeah they're, they're right next to a, their own campfire. Yeah. Okay. Um. So until they move t- t- more than twenty feet away from that fire, everything's fine. It is now Umlo's turn. Uh, Umlo is going to step up twenty feet, and that should put him in within range for Heartspit. 
for the main guy. Yeah, yeah, he is fifteen feet away. The one that um, oh, will saves all the will oh, yeah, saves will for save everyone. Saves. Everyone ah, takes will saves. Will yep. saves all around. All right. Um, oh, and Umlo has to make a will save too. I detect evil at will. Oh, that's right. What is, <laughs> all right. So, what's the? DC? I thought that was funny. What's it was, the DC? It was. It was. Uh, the, 16. Uh, DC 16 will okay, save. Okay, first one uh, makes it. The one that Nestor hit fails. And the third one makes it. So, so the one it? that Nestor hit is minus four to attack and saving throws, I think. All right, so it's not it's not a shaken thing. It's, it's just not sickened, four. right? Yeah. It's minus four to hit. Okay. Uh, so the one that failed is the one that Umlo can reach. So he's going to... And Umlo made his save, so he's going to run up and... Uh, Try to stab with heartspin, and again by making the save, it doesn't. You just won't keep killing it, regardless of. He can do what he wants. He yeah. can also. You he can also. Over he can also charge. Yeah, it was a straight line. Oh, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, charge. I will charge. So he'll charge up with the spear and just oh. plus two to the attack. Come on, Matthew. Natural eighteen. Oh, oh that's a hit, yeah. baby. It's a hit. Right. Yeah, I'm Maybe. waiting for that twenty to do that. <laughs> no, I want that. I want that I know. He's a giant, right? Giant he is, oh, he sure is. So that's four d six plus four. Nice. 19 points of damage. Woo! Way to go, Umlo! Good charge by the Ummaster. Giant. The Ummaster General. In, in, it only gets stuck inside on a crit. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And then automatic 2d6 if you decide to pull it out. Sir Will. Uh, Slowly crawling back to life. Still bloodstain on your head. So yeah, the party is sort of fanned out and Will's right in the middle of them right now. He's going to ride out to the side. Um, and like opposite the way Della went, although you didn't know right, exactly. Went, he's he's going to ride out wide so that he can free himself up for a uh, for a charge somewhere, or or draw one of them toward him. He wants to be yeah, at least twenty feet away from one of them. So oh wait, was that the giant hadn't acted? So does Amlo get sneak attack damage? No, does he? Is he a rogue? Yeah, he has sneak attack. Yeah, oh absolutely. yeah, oh, that's then, right. yeah, he, roll that. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. Thank you. Here, oh, an extra six points of damage. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. awesome. All right. So basically, uh, Will turns Lexington to the side. He's got the Highbury Lance up with the, the pennant, and he rides to the side a little bit and repositions himself a little farther from his party, so he opens up his angles and options for a charge, and he is going to look at the form of the closest one to him, which is different from the one that Umlo's been attacking, and he's going to uh, call down a smite of Yomadai yeah. on the creature and smite evil. Oh, on the, th the third one there? Yeah. So they're all like one, two, three. Nestor's been messing up number two. You smite number, number three. three. You see now that the, uh, the first one has a uh, black eye, the second one is obviously missing uh, teeth, reminiscent of Nestor. We'll call him Lil Nestor. Actually, Big, <laughs> Big Nestor. Nestor. Big. Uh, and uh, and the other one that uh, Sir Will just smote has a blood just gushing out of his nose. So they've been fighting each other for a while. Um, and the other thing I want to tell you is just to describe them, they're like brutish, hairy giants with overly large, misshapen heads. And as Nestor now knows, an enormous lung capacity. It is the Ved's turn. Fed number three starts making his way towards Sir Will. Oh. And the whole point was to stay out of its reach in one move. Didn't it move diagonally? It, that doesn't whole it have way? more than 20 feet of movement? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. So then it, it doesn't to, matter. Then it, it wouldn't matter. Jig -jag. I was assuming it had 20 feet of movement. Yeah, and its reach is 10. So it gets within 10 feet of Sir Will and just uh, swings a club. And uh, that was a charge. Uh, natural one. Yeah. Ooh, sweet! And it only has one attack. So oh, it's a confirmed nice. fumble right out of the gate. Oh, nice. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, this is a melee attack. Pointy end goes there. You take one point of con damage. 
Oh, oh nice. So Why the, didn't uh, we pull those critical failure cards when we were playing our last battle? Because that's a pretty <laughs> yeah. good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> Ved number two blows from without. It sure does. It's luck. He, <laughs> <laughs> he just, it's a 30-foot cone. All right, so because neither Umlo or Della is within 10 feet of this, it acts as the spell Gust of Wind. You're both medium creatures, so in order for either of you to move forward, you'll have to make a, uh, for the next round, you'll have to make a DC 15 strength check. Oh, interesting. Either of you using range, it's gonna be a minus four penalty. Actually, uh, anyone that enters that cone, anyone shooting through that cone, it's a minus four range penalty. Can you step out of the cone? But you have to make a strength check it's, to it's get out of it. It's a 30-foot cone. So actually... What, so if you're, if I'm like blown up, can I like step... Like wouldn't... Like any kind of you can step, step backward and you can step... You can step backward to the side. You can't step forward. Okay. Um, hmm. And because you're not within 10 feet, you don't fall down. So that's what the second one does. The one who has been messed up. And then the other one moves up towards uh, Umlo, because it doesn't see Della, and it's not very smart. Um, and Della will get an attack of opportunity, and so will Umlo, because it moves up. Della's not going to take it. Della doesn't take it, uh, so Umlo gets an attack of opportunity. Uh, Natty 18 again. Nice. That is a hit. That's, uh, yeah. And then no oh, sneak Thank God Matthew's sneak. playing him this week. No, yeah. <laughs> no sneak attack that time. 18 points of damage. Nice. 18 points of damage on Fed number one. All right, so one of them fumbled, one of them uh, blew, and the other one uh, is now attacking Amlo. And he's going to do something called Awesome Blow. Okay. So it's going to be an attack against Amlo's CMD. Natty 19. 27 against Amlo's CMD. Uh, do I get a bonus to my CMD for any kind of hatred against giants? No. For, you're not going to have 27. No. <laughs> it's actually just 20. So, yeah. Hits. All right. So, Umlo takes 10 points of damage and flies 10 feet and lands prone. <laughs> oh, wow. Holy jeez. He just batter up. Boom. Sends Umlo flying 10 feet. It actually wow. 10 feet that way. And Umlo is now prone. Round two. Nestor coin. Uh, I'm going to take a couple of shots at the one who just blew Umlo. Okay. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that was coming. And that shouldn't be within the co cone because he's in front of the other giant, the Ved's cone now. Like, right. Nestor's not going to take a negative four because of yeah, where that Ved is standing be, in front of the cone. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, 19. 19 hits. Sweet. Uh, with old Jota. That would be 19 damage. Okay. Boom. And Nestor. second shot, same thing. Uh, it's another hit and another 13 points of damage. 13 points of damage. Nestor. With the being able to use ranged is a really good quality for Nestor. For me, yeah. Oh, I noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> um, gotta remember that skid. You should use your I don't range. know what I was thinking last time. <laughs> Obeying the laws of the rules of that crit card. Della. Card. Uh, so is Della still in the cone, or is she blocked by the... I, mean, I, don't, understand, I don't know how this works. Um, Della and that thing is in the cone. If you're within 30 feet of that cone, you're affected by it. Okay, Della is going to uh, take a five-foot step sideways 
to get in melee with this, the vet who stepped up. Shocking grasp. Uh, well, you have to go against the gust. To t- step sideways, sideways said, I didn't. No. But it's still toward the creature that's blowing. No, the, the creature in the back is the one that's blowing. I know, I but stepped. that's toward that creature. Isn't that the whole point of the spell? No. Now you're talking diagonal the versus forward. Going, the gust is going this way, and I came this way. If you step here or here, it's gonna. Got you, it. you have to roll. So you want to step away from this thing. No, toward it, toward it. Toward it. Oh, toward it? Oh, well then, yeah, that's gonna... That's, okay. yeah, you're, the, go, you're going towards. You're the gust has to hit turn. it straight on, not at a 45 degree angle. And then an, I think that's how it works. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm GM's call, you gotta roll a straight check. back. Step back, okay. Diagonally to be, in, to be in combat with it that way. This way. No. Yeah. So he steps that way. Okay. All right, so Della steps back. This is the one that stepped up and battered up against Umlo. She casts Shocking Grasp, which she doesn't have to roll for because she's still, still invisible, and now she becomes visible to deal the damage. How Della ah. got her groove back. <laughs> Crack ah. die. Uh, that is a 22 to hit. That is a hit. Yes. Okay. This oh. is the one that Nestor just shot at. This keeps getting tasered. There's a lot of electricity damage. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has been... <laughs> I wonder if he's ever taken... If he's ever been shocked. In his you didn't know life. you were doing this. <laughs> I'm running two characters. Here. That's uh, 39 points of damage. And Della, <laughs> Della kills the first man. <laughs> Boom! It's just lying on the ground. <laughs> and it starts blowing away. <laughs> carcass just starts rolling away. Like uh, a plastic bag in a Katy Perry song. Great. Della, is that all you want to do? Well, she can't hit anything with her actual taxes. That's right. All right, you are now visible, Baron. Uh, Baron says, whoa, at seeing uh, Della get her groove back. Uh, and decides, seeing the gust still going from the further away Ved, to shoot at the Ved that is in combat with Will with the Giant Spain heavy crossbow. Hit it. Right, in combat with Will, but not. That is a 26 to hit a hit. That is nice. it. This is the one that has not been hit yet. 16 points of damage. Nice. 18, 18 points of damage. 18 points of damage. Boom! All right, anything else? Oh, that was the crossbow. Yes, that was a crossbow, which I can only fire one. Is that a, a giant Spain crossbow? Yeah. Yeah, 1d10 plus 2d6 oh, and then sure. plus 2. All right, it is time for Umlo, who is laying down on the job! So can Umlo stand up without having uh, against the wind? Does he have to roll a strength check to oh, stand up? Uh, sorry. I... Uh, no, because he's not within thir- uh, 10 feet of it. So you can just stand up. It's a move action. Okay, so Umlo will stand up as a, Umlo will stand up as a move action, uh, and then he will he'll move to the side to to uh, start getting in flanking position against the other Ved, the one that's trying going after Will. All he's right. not gonna he's not gonna be able to attack or anything. So he's gonna move yeah. there-ish. So he is now uh, on opposite sides of the Ved. Exactly. Um, I think. He's going to take him. He'll have to move next round because he can't move diagonally to get there. Um, all right, Baron, you had a question? Last thing I did at the end of my turn was to sheath the giant spaying crossbow on my back. Okay, because you didn't move. I shot sheathed. Okay, great. Uh, Sir Will. Sir Will is going to lower his lance. Spur Lexington to action. For Highbury! For Highbury! <laughs> then charge past uh, this giant thing and see if he can't get a smite evil hit. Oh, please. On this thing. So do you get the charge where you're more than 10 feet away? I think you do, right? I'm 10 feet away, yeah. yeah so so I, your charge. Yep. So you're moving this way? 
yeah, straight by it, right to the edge of the wherever. You, yeah, if it's is it like difficult terrain past there? Nope. Okay, then I mean, I, you I'll, can't I'll, move any further. Oh, I can't go in there. No. This is a, a wall. Oh, it's like a wall of forest. <laughs> it's a rock wall. You're in a <laughs> valley. No, I'm I'm pissed at the wheel. Are we in, <laughs> wait, sure, are we in La Valley? Oh, uh, no, this combat's way too easy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, here we go for Highbury. For Highbury. Twenty-three. That is a hit. <laughs> Twenty-three is a hit. Yay! And he does triple damage with the lance. Oh jeepers! Against a smoten opponent, that is twenty-four points of damage. Twenty-four Ooh. points of damage. Well, he is evil, right? Oh, he's evil. Okay, I was gonna make sure uh, they're not neutral. Uh, they're neutral evil. Uh, so yeah, just runs past. You just run past, and now you're at the other end of the valley, or at the other. You're like. Yeah, and I'm like, I run, big run 20, 25 feet past Near it. where its fire is. Okay. To its right, around its right right side. and yeah. Uh, okay, so you run past, straight line. Take a big chunk out of its leg. <laughs> you just smell its stinky alcohol breath. And you end up there. It is now their turn. One of them is dead. The one you just Which took, is the one that got punched? Uh... The one that's that, dead. No, this, right? this one here. That the is one that the one that Nestor's. Yeah, the one that blew. Uh, now this one turns around and blows at Sir Will. Ooh. Uh, let's see. Ooh, gets, into the wall. Gets within ten feet to try and blow Sir Will off of Lexington into the wall. That's definitely <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> uh, I think you have a, a check to stay in the saddle. I'm not sure. I think you, no. It's just your reflex save. You fail a reflex save. You fly off the horse. Okay. And not the horse, the wolf. <laughs> All right, reflex save for Sir Willem. Excuse me. Picking up the die. Strength check. DC 18 strength oh, check. Oh, God. DC 18 strength. Yep. All right, come on, Will. <laughs> Lean into the wind. <laughs> 17. Oh, oh, are Sir you Will. shitting me? So Sir 17. Will gets uh, blown off Lexington. Well, doesn't Lexington also have to Boom, do yeah, Lexington would have to roll too, but let's just have first Sir Will hits, boom, takes two points of damage, lands on the ground next to Sir Will. I mean, next to Lexington. I'm getting this wolf and... <laughs> the wolf is <laughs> in command. Now, uh, Lexington roll a DC 18 strength check. Okay. Failed. Lexington also gets blown into the wall and takes four points of damage. Both Lexington and Sir Will are broke. Oh my <gasps> God. This is awful. Constant stream of air, and it's within 10 feet of you. The second one, the one that um, is in the worst shape out of the two, uh, now sees Della and tries to do an awesome blow on Della. Just batter up, boom! This is gonna be combat maneuver check attack. And, oop, crack die. 20 against your CMD. Yep. Hits Della. Della falls 10 feet backwards and takes nine Point of damage, Lance prone. Boom! Just knocks Della back. Just enough that having to use a move action to stand up can really nerf uh, what you're trying to do. And that's the end of round two. Nestor, so the is champion this thing of this fight. Still emitting uh, gusts of nope, breath. That was a one round thing. Once okay. it took its new turn, the, the gust is over. Then uh, he's going to take a full attack against this thing that just hit his uh, new his friend, Della. Okay. Um, Time to get nasty. Study target, deadly aim. <laughs> Rest. Uh, bottle cap, thank you. Uh, uh, 16. 16 hits, exactly. Oh, wow. Uh, Big old target. 
14 damage. 14 damage, and Nestor kills the second yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That one falls back into the fire. <laughs> and from the alcohol, just catches flame. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to take my second shot at the guy who just blew uh, Sir Will. Fair enough. <laughs> Maybe he wanted it to happen. Uh, 17. 17 hits. 19 damage. 19 damage. Boom! Gets smushed. It is now Della's turn. Uh, Della will stand up and magic missile the the giant that's still. Nice. Magic missile, magic missile. 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage. Ooh. And Della kills the Yeah! yeah. <laughs> you know what was good about that combat, too? Not, uh, we don't know how close they are to anyone else, but not firing the gun, we stayed that pretty stealthy, I gotta say. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a lot of except the screaming of the guy burnt into flames, but beyond Although that, they were already <laughs> fighting, anyways, right? Yeah, so if they had attracted anything, that would have happened a while ago, but there certainly wasn't a sound. Um, and they are all dead or dying, yeah. Ooh. What do you guys do? Uh, Will wants to search the camp and see if there's any, any people. Any prisoners? Uh, you uh, a cursory, assume there's not. Glance, you don't see anybody. Yeah, they were just standing in front of the uh, southeast. Search the bodies. Search the bodies. You uh, you search the bodies, and they have nothing on them except uh, booze, booze that would probably be lethal to Della. <laughs> <laughs> Can I appraise the booze? I want to appraise it. Sure. I'm a booze master. We get a plus twelve to this. It's a fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, it would you could sell it as a poison, probably. Oh, we somewhere. get poison again. This is our second poison <laughs> of the game. Uh, yeah, no, it's like it, it would it would kill. It probably Baron could probably drink it and be like drink a moonshine. Okay. okay, they are bleeding out. Can we tie one of them and and question. lay on hands and question it? Uh, yeah, you better do it quick. Yeah, Which let's one? just go to the leader, uh, the one that was like, the one and I'm going to kill to kill the, kill the other one. Yeah. I'm was go- the one that Della just killed with the magic missile that came after Sir Will. Mm, I'm, I'm going to take into my own hands the law of true now and coup de gras the other two. Give them a quick death instead of letting them bleed out. Okay. Who's rushing to this one? Will, Will is going to rush and... Uh, Umlo is right there, so he'll help too. Uh, first, he'll try to do a heal check to stabilize. And he does. So he stabilizes them without healing him yet, so he's still unconscious. Okay. Hog time? Stable time. Stabilize and Yeah, and then he's going to hog time. All nice. right, so you guys tie him up. Yeah. Uh, okay. He is now unconscious and tied up. Uh, do you flames. want to hands? Do you want to use a wand? Or the what? flames are, yeah, uh, are uh, licking off the wall, and the shadows of these dead giants are like casting huge uh, shadows on the valley walls. Yeah, I'll lay on hands, and, uh, and but I'm going to wait until Nestor's over there and Baron's over there with their and, guns and everything. And I'm pointed uh, right at him. Bit, like, right, right on his throat. Yeah. We've, all, we've all got a beat on him. Uh, okay. So, Neil, or, uh, Will will kneel down. Touch him, and uh, I'm not sure what his HP was at. So let's just try a quick, quick lay on hands for uh, six healing. Six. Uh, you'd have to do it one more time. Damn it! Say you do it. Goes your lay on yeah, hands. But I'm using them up. Right. Uh, seven. Yeah, they have a twenty con. So Jesus. Took him, he was near. You almost weren't able to do this, but you do bring him to, and he sees all of you: gun, bow, flaming scimitar, whatever, shocking scimitar on him. So, let me go, let me go I won't, just let me leave I'll, I'll leave you alone, my friends are dead Shut up, says Umlo oh, You got yourselves Four of the Five, even Of the most well-renowned giant killers In all of Galarian 
and we need some information if you want to live to take your little tail and run away from Menderhall's Valley because it seems like you weren't strong enough to join up. You can't understand what you're saying. Exactly. All right, Umlo, <laughs> interrogate. <laughs> he just spits in your face, Baron, and you get hit in the face by this stinky alcohol sodden, like, wet spot on your face. Umlo, with the spear, gives him, like, a little slash across the cheek. Just, like, non-lethal damage to give him, like, just, like, ties watch it. And then, I'll, I'll translate. That's a minus four to hit. <laughs> what did you, what did you say? <laughs> and he tells him, and you tell him, that, yep. and then he spits in Umlo's face. <laughs> he actually uh, should probably. Can, he, can I? I'm gonna roll like slap him with the flat end of the spear. Uh, sure. You want to roll non-lethal? Yeah. Okay. So minus. Whatever. Uh, He's an easy target to hit. Twenty-two. Yeah. So you you hit a boom. <laughs> non-lethal. Anybody else do anything to him? Just menacing, threatening, intimidation uh, checks. Yeah, I'm gonna do an intimidation. Uh. Uh. I'm gonna ask. Amlo, I said, what's a giantish for, uh, we're going to cut your dick off and serve it at dinner? Amlo <laughs> <laughs> tells him. It's uh, so, roughly translated. Say, uh, so, yeah, so I try to get the pronunciation right. Oh, it's difficult, missing the two teeth, but uh, it's a 30 intimidate check. 30 intimidate. Wow. Spear, non-lethal to the face. And he just, head hanging, drool coming out of his mouth, just the stink of alcohol and stinky breath, and he just starts laughing. (laughs) Giant killers. You think you're giant killers? Then you haven't met the storm tyrant. Oh, the storm tyrant will find you and his pet dragon. And if they don't get you, then the massing of hundreds of giant troops will get you first. You'll never make your way. You'll never find the mighty fortress to the south and a holy forge soon to be restored upon, which the giants shall once again forge powerful weapons to conquer the world. <laughs> So, My see precious. you next week. Oh, <laughs> yeah, on that performance. All right, we'll let it go. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. 
Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.